You ready? Yep. Okay. Welcome to The Real Shit Show. On this shit show, we boldly go to random places to where everyone's probably been before. Sit back, relax while we beat a dead horse. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two, but if not, who cares? Grab a Grab drink. Grab a drink. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yep. Okay. Damn longer it. pause. Okay. All right. Longer pause. There we go. We figured it the fuck out. All right. 25 minutes later. It's been way too long. <laughs> oh, oh that's great. That's fucking horrible. So much fun. Ah, yeah. Something like that. Between a mic, three different pairs of headphones, two different adapters. Yeah, that, that, that did not work out very well. Well, you got the strap on easily. Uh, yeah, sure I got the chin that, strap but... on. <laughs> nice. Yep. Seems like that hurt your neck. Yeah, that probably would. I don't really do any yeah. neck workouts, so that'd be a, that'd be interesting. <laughs> oh well, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's the secret to, to a thick neck and big traps. That's yeah. I, I do have big traps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Oh man, I'm well, all flustered now after fighting with my iPad. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think the last one was what January first, right? Something. Yeah, something like that. And then you know that whole life thing got in the way, but. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. That's right. We have disappointed our massive audience. Yep. Hey, we made some money actually. We did. We did. So that was cool. That was a first. That was a first. Actually, uh, our last three uh, podcasts were funded. I'm still not sure how we got funded on any of that, but whatever. Well, when you hit, you hit a certain number, they start funding because I added uh, ads to our podcast. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. and we have reached the milestone of enough listens to be funded yeah I'll take it. i'm not going to tell you how much <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not quitting my job tomorrow but maybe no don't maybe next week hopefully hopefully, hopefully this one just is such a podcast of all podcasts and you make the top five boom yeah so uh, i will not be holding my breath Hey, I mean, all we have to do is like some of the obscure, off the wall, slightly offensive shit like that podcast we listen to all the time, like uh, maybe episode 100, something like right? that got a lot of, a lot of the listeners. It did. Um, that one I'm, I'm going to avoid. Uh, I want to keep my, <laughs> my, my marriage. Yeah, I think I'm going to avoid the divorce with that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. To be fair, Hello, though, buddy. Go ahead. Depending on this, the context of that scenario and how it was laid out, I think we could get a pass. As long as we're not participating, I well, think we're, we're good. Yeah. But if we antagonize the situation and we're like really going ho on making this happen and we're basically in the other room. Yeah. It would probably be a bad idea. Yeah, I, I probably couldn't keep from laughing the whole time. Oh, I'd be laughing. It would be it would and... be very difficult to have a, a conversation of any context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. Speaking of watching things, though, so you've got a you put top three TV series. I'm assuming that meant was meant to be top three. But what's your what's your thought behind the top three TV shows? I just came up the other day 
and I was talking to somebody about it and it just kind of uh, sparked my mind. And I was thinking, there's probably been a lot of shows I really loved and I was having a hard time coming up with three off the bat. And yes, I did write taupe three. I don't even know what taupe means. It's a color as far as I know. Oh, you would know your colors. Spelled differently, but it's a color. <laughs> okay, okay. Is it like a red? No, you lost me there. No, I don't know. I just uh, know it's a color. I think it's like a reddish uh, purple, maybe or something. Okay, it I sounds it sounds red. Uh, I don't know. It sounds taupe. <laughs> All right. Well, so I came up with my top three, and I'm very confident about my top two. My uh, yeah, I'll give you those two. Okay, so Narcos is my favorite show. In yep. fact, my mother loves Pablo Escobar so much that she named her new dog after Pablo Escobar. And I That's thought that was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said he was a great family man. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people really loved him. They did. They did. He took care of those close to him, right? He did. Mm-hmm. Unless they crossed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my second show was The Wire. And I think that's still holds up today. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. And you'll really, there's so many people that came from The Wire. You'll watch a show and like, that person was in The Wire. That person was in The Wire. And like, uh, what's his name? Just died the other day. Um, Yeah, he was on John Wick. Yep. He was on Bosch. He was in quite a few things. I forgot his name. But yeah, he was a good actor. I liked him. Yep. Uh, my third choice is where some kind of bounce around. And I think because I've watched this series so much, I had to go with this one. And I know it's lame. And it's a stupid show. But I don't care. My third favorite show is Top Chef. I will say the first like 10, 12 seasons are my favorite or maybe 15, and then it starts to, I think they change producers or something. And it kind of getting a little political, I feel like. I think most shows are kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really gone, it's gone downhill, but I still watch it. Yeah. Um, but like the originals from first to 10 are, are great. And I yeah. like to about 15 and then <clears throat> I think I'm finding myself watching less and less show for that reason, or shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, less and less TV in general, I guess. I feel you. You kind of caught me off guard with the <clears throat> the TV topic, but for sure, I, I don't know if I'd rank them necessarily first, second, or third, but for sure, Narcos is, is, is up there for me. Narcos is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch Narcos Mexico too? I sure did. Yeah, I sure did. Stuff. It wasn't as good. It's still good, but. Not as the original Narcos, if you want to call yeah. out the original. Yeah. I even watched uh, the Narcos, uh, like Saints. I don't know if I've even heard of that one. Yeah, it's about a. Uh, I think he's from Korea, and he went to um, South America to a country I'm, I've never even heard of until this show, uh, and he was. They were throwing out a certain amount of uh, certain fish that they don't eat there, but they eat it in Korea. So he wanted to ship this fish to Korea and make money that way. But the, the locals there, um, they didn't uh, take too kind of that. So is it like some so, black market fish trade? 
I don't, I'm not a black market, just, uh, they just don't eat it, eat it there and they just throw it out. Hmm. So, uh, it's a uh, Suriname. Yeah, fuck, Suriname, I've never heard of that either. Is it an island? No. Mm-mm. It's it on is, the mainland? It is on the mainland. It's next to French, uh, Guiana and Guyana. I'm probably mispronouncing that huh. terribly bad, but never it's on the it. north northeast portion of south america Fun fact for the day right <laughs> geography so so is this somewhere we could add to our vacation list or is this somewhere we're like we would go and die because we're white well it's a place that i i will not be visiting roger that mm-hmm. it, you know it's probably better than Colombia. I don't know. Dude, wouldn't Colombia be fucking great to go visit, though, if it, we could? It'd be absolutely <clears throat> awesome. See, I'm all about these, like, Caribbean and South American vacations. And then you guys mm-hmm. throw up this Europe stuff, and I'm just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, because we like to have fun. Yeah. I want to go have fun. I want to go fuck around in the jungle and in the Caribbean weather, the warm weather, you know? Oh, yeah, I love the Caribbean as well. But uh, so far, I mean, Barcelona is, is my fave. Yeah. I mean, I can't knock it. I've never been there, and everything I've seen looks amazing. But it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't have the allure for me, I guess. Like, we were watching well, um, The Burden of Unbelievable Talent or something like that, the Nicolas Cage movie last last night. And okay. it was all in Spain, and I was like, fuck, that place is really pretty. But mm-hmm. I don't really want to spend 10 grand to go see a beach. So I'm going to probably pass on that one. Well, I'd spend that every day of the week. Ten grand, I can get the the blower for my truck. I want. Then it'll be super fun. Yeah, yeah. So then I I could jump the truck, which I can already do now. I can jump it, but then I could jump it really fast. Oh, (laughs) more things to break. Repeatable fun versus one trip for a week. Um, that is not true at all. Not that I jump the truck on any public roads at all, or haven't. That's that's lame. Like, but uh, memories. All right, TV shows. Yeah, memories don't go hey, anywhere. Hey, go for it. I still remember the first time I jumped this truck after I built it. <laughs> uh, all right, well, all right, so TV, Narcos. Yeah, I'm right there with you mm-hmm. on that one. Uh, I do remember liking The Wire, but it's been a while. So my my mind does this like brain dump thing. So if it's like information I'm not really using, or it's been a while, like I just forget it. So like a lot of stuff from where I used to live. And maybe that's relative to being from California, as I don't want to remember anything from California. Um, but uh, I tend to lose that old information that's useless. It's like I have to make room for new stuff. Most of it's still okay. useless, but new useless. Okay. New um, Bosch was good, though. Definitely enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know you're missing one. What? Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we have explained one. this. We have explained this. So it, you can't talk it, shit it, and not provide why. I do, unfortunately, watch The Bachelor. Uh, thank God I've missed almost this whole season for being out of town or her being out of town. So I've gotten I've gotten lucky with this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it started with her and my neighbor, who also is a pretty good friend of ours. Um, they would watch it every Tuesday. And I was like, eh, I'm still going to pass. I'll just sit in the garage and do cardio. And then my neighbor's brother started watching. I was like, ah, fuck it. It's something to do on a Tuesday night. 
so then I went over there and started watching with him. And then she got busy with work. He moved away, lives in California. And then now it's just me and the wife. And I'm like, not quite so entertained anymore because I can't just sit there and talk shit because she gets mad. <laughs> uh, Why are there a bunch of roses behind you? Are you handing out roses or? Oh, never mind. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I thought you were being serious for a second. I was like, I have four roses bottles in here, but no actual That's roses. true. Um, no, and then now it's just like, we're so fucking busy, man, that you know, that's like really the one time a week that we can sit down and spend, you know, an hour together. So I just still watch it okay. usually half asleep, but hell, I think, I don't know. I think it's like a seven or eight week, maybe longer show. And I think I've seen one, maybe two episodes this season. And I think it's almost over. So worked out pretty well this season. I uh, feel like we need a dial in Jay right now. Um, hey, if he wants to get on, fucking call him. <laughs> trying to think i don't watch a whole lot of oh letter kenny letter kenny's fucking awesome okay you really got to get into like at least through the first season into the second season for things to like start making sense and picking up on how things flow but letter kenny's awesome definitely like that mm-hmm. uh i don't better, know you like a better family guy yeah really yeah okay all right i, I think I see about three episodes of Letterkenny. It's decent. Oh, it's yeah. like a good enough show to for me to have on when I'm doing some stuff. We got to like the end of season one and Amanda was still was like, this is fucking dumb. And then we started <laughs> watching season two and then I caught her laughing a couple times. And then like by the mm-hmm. time we got midway through season two, she was hooked. And then we just binge watched the fuck out of it. Because I had already watched it up until that point. Um, being on the road, I watched it in my hotel all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say I first started watching it back in Washington while I was still in the Coast Guard and then just kind of lost touch with a while, got back on the road and then watched the rest of it. And then now she watches everything with me in terms mm-hmm. of Letter King. But, oh, so it's been on a while then. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, it's been season, in for a while. Season, I don't know, 12 or something? Or, I don't know, it's oh, up there. Okay. Yeah. You got a while to go before it really like hooks you in. Okay. I'm going through <sighs> yeah. uh, Homeland again. I don't think I've seen Homeland. I'm trying to think of another show I've watched that I really like, though. I just watch a lot of fucking YouTube. Okay. Fitness stuff, nutrition, guns, whiskey, cigars, like home construction shit. Gotcha. Smoking meat. Smoking meat. <laughs> Not that I've used Strapping the smoker lately, to the face. <laughs> yep. I need to get a smoker. I still don't have one. I've thought about upgrading and then... I don't know. I, I can't really justify the cost of getting another one, but yeah, they're so expensive. To be honest, like I just kind of want the creature comforts of like the Bluetooth capability and stuff. And it okay. all goes back to just being busy. I just, I don't have fucking time, you know? So if I could just set it and totally forget about it until it's done, like that would be amazing. Yeah. But I don't know. Other things to do vacations, truck toys, guns, whiskey, remodeling. All that other fun shit that life throws mm-hmm. at you. Priorities. Yep. Fucking Priorities. adulting. Yeah, it sucks. Yep. All right. I know you're short on time today. You got what? An a little hour? bit. So we're gonna. Yeah. Maybe maybe an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I got maybe a little less. This one was your idea, and I agree with it. And I think it's something that we both are good at in terms of application and knowledge. Um, 
So I think it's a good idea we hit on it probably again, but I'll let you kick it off. Okay. Well, for a topic, uh, topic du jour, uh, basic nutrition. I thought we should kind of go back and go over how to eat. Now, now this podcast isn't about what to eat, basically not trying to pick specific foods, but what type of foods should a person focus on in this, the, the target audience, I think we're trying to speak to is those is not focusing on like getting a six pack or not even eating for performance, if you will, more general weight loss. So somebody that's kind of getting into the gym and they're, you know, just trying to get uh, a little, little strong, but they're not gung ho. They're not trying to, you know, break records and you don't have big goals yet. Right. So not trying to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. So the, the biggest thing is, and we get questions after questions on after questions on what to eat. And most of the questions I get are specific questions. And, and yet they don't have a foundation. And so as I explain is stop worrying about the specifics and nail down the basics. And well, it's like one, anything else, right? Like you, you really have to drive home the basics and get comfortable with the basics before you yep. can branch out, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a foundation. Mm -hmm. And so it's how many calories do I need to have? How many, how much protein, how much fat, how many, how many carbs do I need to do a low carb diet? Do I need to do a low fat diet? Isn't that too much protein? Yada, yada, yada. Right. So the first thing is, which you and I always talk about is being consistent. Mm -hmm. The, and then you also can't outwork, outwork your diet. Right. So if you go real hard in the gym and you feel like that's going real hard in the gym, that doesn't mean you can just go out and eat whatever you want. Yep. Right. And if you're, let's say 200 pounds overweight, your initial weight loss, when you start doing the basics, it gets, it's pretty easy, simple movement, little less intake, the weight will start shedding off. And you do that through time, weight comes off. But at some point, then it's not so easy, right? So the closer you get to your target, then it starts to get more difficult. And that's when we start focusing on specifics. So this podcast, I think, is more on when I'm, let's say, 30 pounds to 50 pounds overweight, what should I be doing? And then that's what I think we should kind of go over today. So. When people talk about calories, right? So you have to be in a deficit to lose weight, right? I mean, that's pretty simple. I'm yep. not uh, making anything uh, making anything up here. I'm not telling anything most people don't know, right? So what is a calorie? Calorie is just a measurement of energy. Everything you do in the body requires calories to function, right? Yep. So if I want to lose weight, so that weight consists of lean mass, right? Muscle and fat. So depending on how I train, the body will use an energy source that powers that 
that the way you're training. So if I'm a marathon runner, I'm burning a lot of carbs, right? So I can eat more carbs to power the run, but at some point I'm going to be using lean mass for energy when I'm running. So that's why they're, they're so skinny is because fat doesn't convert to energy fast enough to power the body. So if that's how you're training, then know that your percentage of weight loss is going to be a higher percentage of lean tissue versus fat mass. So if I'm going to do a, a let's say a bodybuilding type workout, then this, you flip the script. So if I do slow cardio and I hit the gym, then the, my weight loss is going to be powered more by fat energy than lean mass energy. And then, so that's why weight training is better for fat loss than going out uh, for a run. Right. <clears throat> I, th- I, I need to start referring more people to you because I get that question all the time is, you know, what kind of cardio should I do or what should I do in the gym? And it doesn't seem to sink in very well when I tell people that they need to lift weights versus just spending, you know, half their life on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Because when you're running, you're just utilizing calories during the run. And when, when you're no longer running, not burning calories, it's over, right? Yep. When you break down muscle tissue, it, it has to be repaired. The, the process of repairing requires energy and it's going to be more fat energy. Yep. So things like slow cardio, but long duration, right? Will burn more fat. So if I'm on a stair climber, I can burn more fat but I'm not going to burn as many calories. If I get on a treadmill and I run for an hour, I'm going to, I'm going to burn way more calories during that hour than I would doing an hour on a, on a stair climber. But, but that energy source is, is flipped. So you're losing more lean tissue on the long run than on the stair climber. So that's why I'm a, and it, it, it treadmill is fine too. It, so let's say you, you do intervals. So I run for a minute, like a sprint for a minute, walk for a minute, sprint for a minute, walk for a minute, do that over through time. That, that will help better weight loss and keep, keep the lean mass as opposed as, to, uh, as opposed to losing it. But if, if you're dead set on doing cardio, well, then you need to make sure you add weightlifting on top of the cardio. And when I, when I say cardio, I'm talking steady state, running on a treadmill 30 minutes, which is, and I don't want to make it sound like doing cardio is a bad thing because it's, it's important. You know, heart health is important. So just the way you train is important. So hitting the weights after cardio or doing weights and then doing cardio, perfectly fine. There's multiple ways to go about to, to lose weight, but generally speaking, when people say they want to lose weight, what they're really saying is I want to lose fat. So you have to train to lose fat, not just exercise, train to lose fat and do it consistently. Yeah. I mean, the consistency for me is the key point. I mean, you can do any, any combination of what you had just mentioned for three or four months. And then if you slack off the rest of the year, like you wasted your time really. We're talking mm-hmm. long-term, life-changing, you know, this is now your new life kind of long-term. This, exactly. These are, 
these significant differences that people are looking for, they don't, even if they do happen in three to six months, right? Like they're not going to last if they don't consistently nope. keep up that same effort and output for the rest of their life. That's why when those that lose a good amount of weight, once they hit their target weight, they just gain it all back. Yeah. I, I had this conversation, um, what's today? Sunday. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday with my sister. You know, she was like, hey, you know, I, I've been doing this and this for this long and I've noticed these changes and, and now I'm just not really noticing anything. It, you know, she's been doing this for a couple months, you know, and so she's made some good changes that she's visually been able to see in that time frame. And she's, you know, trying to get an estimate of like how much longer do I need to do this and like your, your mindset needs to change first. This isn't a how much longer do I need to do this? It's what can I change over time to continue to do this, you know? Because it, it doesn't it doesn't just end. You don't reach your goal one day and just stop. Like it, right. Wouldn't once you start nice? this fucking downhill slide, then you're you're on it forever. Right. So. That, exactly. And and that's when we we talk about what what are your goals. And if you're just trying to get healthy and you know get a little stronger, lose a little bit of weight, you don't have to be perfect. A lot of people focus on being so perfect that they set themselves up for failure. Yeah. You just need yeah. to be better. They're, it's like they're overexerting themselves for a short period of time. Whereas if they practice more of like a like what I told you earlier, that 90-10 rule, right? 90% of the time yep. you're consistent and you're strict and then you still get to splurge and enjoy some pizza or whatever here and there 10% of the time. Like you'll be able to mm-hmm. maintain that consistency longer. It's not it's not about being perfect, it's about the progress no. you can make over time. Exactly, exactly. Um and when we say 90 10 those that let's say in some people will have 10 coca-colas a day which i've had clients doing this it's not really realistic for me to say all right tomorrow from never you know now on you don't ever get to have a coke ever again right it's it's not gonna happen so if if they need to lose a lot of weight i always say let's get that to five coke is that me saying i want them to have coke you know, every day, no, but five Cokes is better than 10. And then you, you, once you do need to enjoy life to some extent too, right? Like we're only here for so long. Exactly. Cause food is awesome. Yeah. So, but if you know, you have, you know, holidays, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Well, let's make Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, really good days. And let's have Thursday, a good morning. And then right. boom, enjoy it. Enjoy the fuck out of Thursday night or mm-hmm. afternoon, yes. whatever it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't exactly. even think about it. Mm-hmm. You've you've Enjoy built it. that level of tolerance up within the week, right? That you can you can afford to splurge a little bit and still be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other thing is is the the whole cheat day. The it's not a cheat day; it's a cheat meal, right? So doesn't mean we have the entire day just to go bonkers pick one of the meals that you like the most and make that your cheap meal so don't give yourself a day pass yeah for sure and you can even make a cheap meal and still get some benefit out of it right like a cheap meal doesn't have to be a complete waste you know go get a burger and fries and throw a second patty on or throw a throw an egg on or you know what i mean like there's still going to be some nutrient benefit that you can get from it at the very most or, or at the very least, I mean, maybe you, you're a little overboard on calories, but your nutrient density that you get out of that meal essentially makes up for it. And your training the next day is fucking awesome or something. I mean, yeah, there's, you'll there's know days that. where 
I'll take a, a cheat meal and I'm going to make it, you know, I'll, I, I still kind of try to focus it around my protein, you know, mm. uh, like protein leveraging, but then mm. I'll carb load the fuck out of it. I'm going to get all the bread, all the fries, I'll have all the dessert, but like, I still at the heart of that meal know that I still had a good amount of protein out of it. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Um, and it won't really affect your overall weight loss. You know, no. you, you'll notice that even if you get on the scale the next day, nothing really changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Plus or minus but, maybe but, a pound or two, but even then, yep. like you're talking water retention and how much sodium did you have and how much was like, how much have you digested or not digested yet? Like it, one meal is not going to make any, any big difference to make or break any progress. No, sir. Yeah, exactly. Just, and that's the whole point of enjoying your food because every now and then in and out comes Colin. Oh, dude. And Friday I, night. I answer. In and out. Two mm-hmm. double doubles. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that's and my you know go-to. I woke, up, I woke up yesterday morning and I was lighter than I was Friday morning. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's totally worth it. I usually will skip the fries, but I, I'm oh, not no. a huge fan of the fries, but I love their, them. Their that's... burgers are top notch because they're they still taste like potatoes uh, like i love it yeah <sighs> they're not bad but they they require a little too much ketchup uh, see i don't know that's the in and out is the one time i actually dip my fries in ketchup i don't do it anywhere else there's what? something about it yeah dude if i'm anywhere else it's <laughs> like i'll dip them in like mustard or ranch or something but i don't dip them in ketchup okay okay that this is new to me i I don't know so me maybe being like born and you know having spent so much of my time in southern california i'm like in my mind i place some sort of connection with like a burger and fries and like chilling on the beach or something like i don't know like but there's something about dipping in and out fries and ketchup that it gets me (laughs) out of time but but that's the only only fucking place i do it i don't do it anywhere else even at home i don't do it (laughs) uh you know, when I was a kid, I, I would have uh, fries with my ketchup. Like my kids now. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I might as well take like a bite of chicken and put it in a bowl of ranch for them. <laughs> no, All right. right. So you can oh, yeah, fuck yeah. up and it really doesn't ruin anything long term. You know, mm-hmm. give yourself some slack. Make sure yep. you can stay consistent over time. And that's, you know. That's going to be a big factor in helping you keep going. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't really want to get into the the plethora of diets out there either. Yeah. Um, I kind of think about what kind of food you eat. How does it make you feel? I think that's a big factor. If if somebody tells you this diet's the best diet in the world, and you follow that diet, like the carnivore diet, and you just feel like trash all the time probably not a diet for you if you don't like fish probably not going to like the mediterranean diet right just uh one if you want to start with a diet i always start out with the whole 30 also known as kind of an elimination diet so you kind of go start with whole foods and then you start adding in other foods and if you notice hey i just uh, started eating dairy and now I, i feel like trash well then tell yourself maybe i shouldn't have much dairy pick something else right and you can start adding to it um so that that one i do like it's not necessarily a a diet as far as you know i'm trying to lose weight so i do the whole 30 the whole 30 diet will help you eliminate bad foods but 
eat whole foods in proper amounts, right? If you're trying to lose weight, use the whole 30 and just subtract 500 calories from your daily needs and then boom, right? So one quick way to do it is just to take your body weight, multiply that by 12 and now kind of get you close to what your body needs to maintain. And then just subtract some calories from that and eat the whole foods and you'll start to find yourself in a deficit. Now, I think the way, where I want to transition from being in a deficit, because we're talking calories, that's just total energy. Your calories come from three macronutrients, right? Carbs, proteins, and fats. In general, uh, we want to have higher protein, moderate carbon, lower fat. That's not always true for every circumstance, right? Because we, we might want to have uh, lower, lower carb, but then anything you take away adds to another macro. So if I'm going to take away from carbs, well, then it has to be more protein or more fat. When we're training for lean mass, we don't want to have too much fat in the diet, but we don't want to have too little either, right? We want to keep at least about 50 grams of fat at a minimum because we don't want to mess up the hormones because once you mess up hormones, everything is, it's over. You will not beat hormones in your body when you're trying to lose, lose weight. I'm glad so, you touched on that because the typical bodybuilder mentality is to just cut all the fat, right? And then there, there's a laundry list of issues that come with doing that, but you don't, you don't want to just binge or not binge, uh, crash any one particular macronutrient because you're going to have side effects yep. from it. Exactly. And, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but when we, when we're training, we want to have high, high carb content to gain mass, right? We want to gain size, but we're talking about weight loss. Yep. So we're not ta talking about bu building and bulking and, and getting huge. Um, um, I'm talking more reference, like the people that, that just, okay, I'm just going to eat zero fat or I'm going to eat zero carbs, you know, and mm -hmm. just go off the deep end to start. There, there is a time potentially that you could argue that there, you could do that, you know, you're pre-stepping on stage or something, but for the general public, that just want to lose a couple pounds. Or even, yep. or even quite a bit of weight. Uh, don't just crash right off the bat and cut everything out. That's right. It's all about balance, right? So each yeah. meal should be balanced. That, that's kind of the goal. Um, but what I do tell people is, is focus on protein. If you're not counting all your macros, you're not counting your calories every day. If, if there's one macro and you don't even have to count calories, is just focus on protein. So you can take your body weight. So I'm 211 pounds. Just focus on hitting 211 grams of protein. And in general, we're not, because we're not tracking, your carbs and fat will kind of fall into place. Yeah. And if, if, you're, if you're hungry, the more, the more you focus on protein, the better you, you'll be. Um, make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Um, in, in, but don't want to focus on too much fat with your protein either. So if, if you know, like your, your better steaks are going to accompany with more fat. So think about everything else on that plate. So if I have a uh, fattier cut, then the other foods on the plate should be, you know, high in fat. Keep, um, keep the other items lower, lower in fat because you're getting the fat from the steak. Um, uh, yeah. cause you can definitely lose a good amount of weight 
eating steak a lot, eating yeah. chicken I mean, a I, lot. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. And that's, <clears throat> and that's basically what you're saying is what I refer to as protein leveraging. You know, the, the yep. central focus of my meal is the, the protein source, right? Which for me, I just, I love eating meat of all types. And so yep. my main focus to start is, okay, what meat am I going to eat? And then depending on what meat I eat, then everything else, you know, I've done it so long now that it's mostly intuitive, but I still put some cognitive thought into it, but the, the sides, right. Or even lack of sides are based on what my protein starts with. Right. So if I'm having a, mm -hmm. you know, a 30 ounce ribeye for dinner, which is why every Sunday when you see me post a ribeye on Instagram, there's typically nothing else with it, but a poblano pepper, I'm getting more yeah. than enough calories between protein and fat that I really don't need anything else. Um, yep. you know, if I want to have something else, maybe I, I go with a slightly smaller ribeye and I'll have some sweet potato or rice. But, um, you know, like you're saying, it, it, if you go back to the consistency part, if you do this long enough, you'll, you'll figure it out. You know, you'll wake up the next morning and you're going to feel better. You'll feel a little different. Um, you know, if you went, like, say, if I switched it up and I had a pound of cod, right, for dinner, mm -hmm. uh, which would be tough to stomach, but that's going to be a lower fat uh, or a lower fat meat right so it leaves me uh, a variance of calories that i can make up somewhere else whether i want to add more carbs or add another protein that has more fat or something but you can if you pick out your your protein first your source you can kind of build around it mm -hmm. um, like hell this morning i knew i was going to have more carbs for lunch right so I focused on my protein first. I went and grabbed a protein shake, made sure I downed that. Number one for the satiety, satiety. I can never say that fucking word. Make me feel <laughs> a little more full so I don't eat as much at lunch that wasn't gonna be beneficial. Um, but then even mm -hmm. at lunch, I doubled down on the meat and my burrito, you know, and I got easy rice. So yeah. just trying to find that balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and protein is the number one macro that people don't hit. Yep always have trouble getting enough protein because people focus on chicken so much that it gets old. It gets old, but not only that chicken, you know, chicken breast doesn't have a lot of calories. So if mm. I need to hit X amount of calories in the day and I'm eating chicken, you're getting the good protein, but you're not getting a lot of calories. So they'll end up short and they'll, and not a lot of people want to have, you know, chicken for lunch and then, and a second, thing of chicken later throughout the week so how do i get more calories from a protein source so i'm not constantly eating you know chicken rice and broccoli chicken rice and broccoli i'm i'm yeah. so tired of hearing chicken rice and broccoli like that's the only way to lose weight it, it makes me lose my mind so right i mean there's so many so many other sources out there right like, i know you're not yeah. a big pork fan but hell pork beef fish i mean shrimp uh, there's cottage cheese whey you know salmon eggs like there's tons of stuff out there yeah, exactly. And uh, with eggs, I'm a big egg, egg guy, but Same. if if you're trying to lose weight, maybe take a couple eggs and then, and then mix some egg whites with it. That's typically what I do, but I, to, mm -hmm. but I also eat a lot of eggs. Like if I'm making myself eggs, it's going to be six or seven whole and six or seven whites. So, I mean, I'm eating a dozen at least each time, but mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, split it, split it up. You know, if you know, a lot of people don't like egg whites. If you would normally eat two whole eggs or three whole eggs, you know, maybe you do one or two full eggs and then add in just the whites from two others. Exactly. That that one egg or two eggs will make that egg egg white much more bearable. 
I'm oh, not yeah. a big fan of just egg egg whites, but you know when I add eggs with it, it's totally fine. Not a big difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just but yeah, think of Whole Foods. And and I know this has been said a billion times. Either I'm not making this up. When you're grocery shopping, the biggest thing is, is budget, right? Eating healthy is way more expensive. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I'm nothing to do about it. But we want to shop on the outside of the grocery store and avoid the aisles as much as you can. Obviously, so there I, are some things in the middle, but that that work. But it, you know, right. generally speaking, you know, produce, the meat, the cheeses. If you're doing dairy. And those things on the outside so help you. Out. I mean, I'm going to stop you for a sec. So I do, mm -hmm. I do agree with uh, mostly what you said. You know, avoid the insides for the most part. Stay on the outside. Mm -hmm. Find the produce, find the meat, find the dairy, find the fruit and vegetables, all that, right? Yep. But it doesn't always cost more. Um, and maybe you know we have a benefit of having HEB being here in Texas. But I was on the phone with a family mm -hmm. member in in California the other day while I was making my lunch and. Uh, she was kind of complaining that I eat fancy and it's expensive and I couldn't do that or whatever. And I was like, how much do you think I spend on food? And I was eating, so I was making up uh, two pork ribeyes and then I made a bunch of roasted, uh, just cut up Yukon potatoes on Sunday for my lunches all week. So my mm -hmm. lunch, I was working from home all week. So the meat was, was freshly made each time, but the potatoes were just microwaved. But, um, so I bought 10 pork ribeyes pre-season, the Texas style ones from H-E-B, you know, the H-E-B brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got 10 of them for $6 and 51 cents. And then I think I spent five or six bucks on potatoes. So for five days worth of lunches, you know, I was 10, 11 bucks into it, which is not mm -hmm. bad. You're going to spend a hell of a lot more than that. If you're trying to make up your lunch with veggie straws or you go to chipotle or you go get a salad at the fucking yeah. sandwich shop you know what i mean oh yeah so mm -hmm. i think i think just saying i can't afford to eat better is a cop-out for one it is possible if you're willing to branch out from maybe what you're comfortable doing and number two you have to look at it as as an investment right like you're investing in your health and your fitness now so that you're not paying the negative outcomes in medical bills late years later on. You oh, know, yeah. Most of my family has tons of health issues and looking at what most of them are, they all could have been mitigated if they would have changed their, their lifestyles earlier on. For sure. Um, for sure. Which was a big motivating factor for me to do it. I, you know, I, I got the, I guess good or bad, however you look at it, the benefit of looking at all my family, family members die in front of me, you know, over the course of their mm -hmm. lives because of their own actions. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're willing to stay on the outside of the store and shop around and venture out a little bit, like it's totally doable to eat better if it's a priority to you. For sure. I, I, I agree with what you're saying because what, what type of meat matters, right? So if, if I have an unlimited budget, I'm going to go, cool. I'm going to go for the, for the tomahawk, right? True. Where I don't have to think about it. Well, now let's say I, I make a good amount of money. Well, then I'll go get the rib, go get the ribeye. And if I don't make a lot of money and I have a large family to feed, we'll flank steak. take a look, flank, right? Fucking flank steak is good too. That's good mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. And then you'll notice that a lot of times the, the meats that are lower in fat content are the cheap ones. Mm -hmm. The ones with the higher fat content are the expensive ones. And 
So you can absolutely, you know, get good proteins on, on a budget. Yeah. Get, get the packs of red meat, get, uh, I do a lot of Turkey ground Turkey. Um, you know, those are about, you know, I get like the 93%, um, about like five bucks at HEB. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, we do benefit from that in, 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 uh, proteins that they're not as expensive here. Uh, when I go back home, like some, like the chicken I buy here is, is typically double in Washington. It, oh, I it, believe it. It's, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely more expensive. And I go through, cause I eat a ton of chicken. Um, like I go through the whole, whole pack every two days. So yeah. I usually get about six full packs per week. Um, our, our grocery bill for the two of us is, is I'd say, per, you know, about 160 a week ish. Um, but maybe a little less, but I'm, but I, I am also, you know, I'm privileged enough to where I can get a ribeye and, but I, I don't get a, I don't get the tomahawk very often, but <laughs> yeah, same. I, I, think I, part I, do, of it is, I have a ribeye every Sunday, but I'm usually waiting for you. For tomahawk. Yeah. I, I'm so afraid that I'm going to fuck it up. And but you sent me some really good videos that um, I really want to try. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, it, it is more expensive to eat healthy, but, but that's, that's thinking short term. It's not thinking long term because right. no matter what you do, you're going to pay. You can't avoid it. Right. So if I'm eating like crap because I can afford it right now, well, down the line, you're going to pay for it. You just don't see it yet. So it's like, oh, not a big deal. You know? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, because those medical bills, depending on your insurance and what you have to cover, um, they can drown you big time. And, yeah, a lot of, you know, and that's the other thing is, it is now I think we're kind of getting the weeds, but that, you know, because you get addicted to, to certain foods, it, it is tough to get out of them. Oh, and, yeah. right, so I don't want anybody out there listening thinking oh why why can't you just do this like just eat this way it's not that simple it is tough no No, i mean donuts are my weakness i still we bring in donuts to work and i'm i don't know hell's gonna freeze over before i tell you no if you bring me donuts you know (laughs) yeah yeah i i've I've never worked in an office before and i think the last week donuts were bought in three or five days and but how many of those days did you have them? And even if you had them every day, what did the rest of the meals look like for that week? You're still playing that 90-10 rule, right? Even if you had some. Uh, well, I didn't have any of the donuts. I'm very picky. You're a better man than me. It, well, that's debatable. However, <laughs> it, it, if I'm going to have a donut, it's got to be worth it for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've had, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to have something that, that is that bad for me, I want to really enjoy it. So I, I will go to in, like an In-N-Out burger versus a donut. I mean, In-N-Out because I know I'm going to love it. And, okay. and it, it's worth it to me. Now, if we're, at, in, every time. if we're, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but if I had, if I did have a donut that day, it wouldn't have affected me because, um, well, one, I, uh, I, I'm on an intermittent fast. So that's another reason why I don't eat in the morning because I don't eat until noon. So 
that that would throw me off. But if I'm gonna have it late in the day, I don't really like donuts, you know, in the afternoon and evening. But let's just say I, I did have it. The rest of the day when I come home from lunch, it's it's well, I know I said this earlier that I can't stand it, but I usually have uh, chicken and rice. And then when I come home from work, I typically will have either a steak and rice or steak and broccoli. And, and then I'll have my main meal later that evening. So yeah, yeah, my, my meals are set up. Uh, I time them at specific times every single day and they're all prepped for the week. So I know what I'm, what I'm taking in. And I know one donut isn't gonna screw me up, but for me, it's more of a mindset thing that I, I wanna keep that kind of discipline to avoid it. But if you bring me a slice maple bar, then did <laughs> oh damn I'm, it! I'm you had me with slice, and you lost me with maple bar. I'm <laughs> not a maple bar phenomenal. fan. Slice, slice donuts, or slice bakery, whatever it's called. That place is it. Yeah, it's it's like I I've never had a donut like slice. It's incredible. And See, I'm a sucker for the exotic. So mm, places like yeah. Voodoo Donut, like you'll oh. get me every time. Dude, I'll kill a half dozen at least every time. That's and I'll feel so Voodoo. fucking sick after. And I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, Voodoo Donut is so overrated. It's not even that good. Nope. You're wrong. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, so uh, we've got a place here called uh, Glazed. And then we've got another one called uh, The Grove. And then we've got a Voodoo and we've got a Hertz. I like Hertz better than Voodoo. But all these places that make the exotic ones, like the cheesecake donut or the Oreo, whatever filled fucking, you know what I mean? The Reese's peanut butter cup donut, all that, that kind of stuff horrible. gets me, gets me every time. Interesting. Yeah. All that sounds terrible to me. I like maple bars are the, by far the best. And I like chocolate oh. donuts. Oh yeah, uh, chocolate. I love apple fritters. Yep. Those are all right. But back, well, they're, they're either really good or really bad. Yeah. We should probably get back on topic, though. We could talk about donuts for a while. Yeah, you're right. You're right, because now we do all have right. a voodoo donut, but... All right. <laughs> so we... <laughs> Damn it, now I want a donut. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, listen to your body uh, balance. Um, yeah, so, like, if, you, if, you, if you're doing a good job of balancing what you're eating, right, you're kind of... Mon maybe not even monitoring, just paying attention to what you're putting in, you'll start to pay attention to how you feel, right? And, and your body's going to tell yep. you, like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't have had that whole 30 ounce ribeye. Maybe you should have scaled it back and had a couple more <laughs> potatoes instead. Yeah. Um, or, you know, little mm -hmm. things here and there. So trying to pay attention to that balance and then the outcome of what you're eating is, is a yep. big factor. I, I agree. Yeah. And the, yeah, the feeling, the, the way your body feels is definitely important. Another thing is it takes the body about 20 minutes to recognize that you're full. Yeah. So for those... Uh, I have two two things is if I am somebody that I like to just to really cram and this might sound crazy but I'll have some of my clients eat with chopsticks because it takes them so much longer to eat that by the time they're halfway through it the body has had time to say hey I've had enough and so because you know especially if you're not good good at chopsticks it takes you a lot longer to eat the food and that is one of my recommendations is, is to try it. It sounds crazy. It sounds silly. But if I should try that thing because I eat super fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll, it'll slow you down big time. Unless you're really good at it, like me, you know, because I'm a ninja. 
you know, I, mean, I go to the sushi spot food. and I ask for a fork <laughs> because I can't eat it uh, fast enough. So, yeah, dude, uh, boot camp. I literally had to slow down in boot camp when I was when we were eating because I ate so much faster than everybody else. And then after my you know first or second meal, I learned that being the first one done is not where you want to be. So no. I had to slow down in boot camp, and I. I'm better now than I used to be, but I still eat pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Give the body time to recognize it. Yeah. And, and in boot camp, we had, I should call it basic training because I was in the Air Force. Let's, let's all, no, let's be real here. But we had maybe two minutes to eat. And we didn't even have to eat food. We just had to eat, drink this colored drink that I still to this day don't know what it was. Um, you had to mix it with water or it would make you gag. It might as well have been Epicac. It was disgusting. That's the oh. only thing that was required. In a basic training, I lost 30 pounds. I was a ghost. I was a freaking ghost. I was starved. That was the only difficult part about basic training was the lack of food. It was awful. All right. We, we're getting on another, another tangent. So yep, It's all good. We're all right. probably getting close to time anyways, I think, for you. Yeah, we are. We are. And we, I've kind of skipped ahead. Um, yep. The other thing I wanted to focus on is adjusting your, your intake of nutrients on non-training days versus training days, right? So if you're training, you can have more calories, not training that day, have less calories, right? right? Do that. Um, also, if you're going to have, uh, if you do, you're going to have a donut, let's go back to the donuts. The best time to have a donut is right before you're going to lift some weights. And I'm a sucker for hostess cupcakes. So every now and then I'll eat, eat a hostess cupcake and I'll hit the gym and boom, that hostess cupcake didn't have any negative impact on me unless it bothers your stomach, but <clears throat> it doesn't bother mine. So, cause I have an iron stomach and you get to enjoy it. It won't hurt you, but don't make it a habit. Um, gummy bears work. If you like gummy bears, dextrose is I good. Use, uh, so I use sour patch kids and sour strips. Exactly. So, those are, those are times to have it. Now, having a hostess cupcake at 9 p.m. right before you're going to go to bed, that'll have a negative impact on you right before a workout, not so much. Uh, so that's another way to focus on having uh, like a bad food that you just got to have every now and then do it before a workout. Um, uh, and then, again, focus on protein, like protein, protein, protein. Uh, I can almost guarantee anybody that's listening, they're not getting enough. You need more. You need more, right? Right. Um, meal prep. I think meal prep is, is vital. It's if you're having to make quick decisions, you're set yourself up for failure. In in the beginning, if you're not used to meal prepping, it'll take longer. But now we got meal prep down to a science. It doesn't take that long. I can do multiple things, multiple things cooking while I'm meal prepping. And I before I really got into this. Um, I wasn't a good cook and now I'm, I'm pretty good. And I kind of self-taught, I've watched some videos and I've made some bad chicken. And now I think my chicken tastes pretty damn good. Um, yep. I'm fortunate because I can eat the same foods over and over again. So that does make it easier for me. Um, and certain foods, if, if I'm having for dinner, uh, maybe I'll have certain portions prepped, but if I'm having a steak, I, I mean, I'm, I'm cooking a steak that night, right? So. But just try to get things that, that you can reheat and they still taste good. If 
you work in office, I don't suggest cooking fish the next day and broccoli because you're going to piss people off. <laughs> it smells terrible. Um, I used to do that. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> lastly, if, if you're dieting, and in, then you should focus a little bit on supplementation. And the supplementation I'm talking about is, is, is your nutrients of like vitamins and stuff. Um, you might want to look into getting certain uh, su supplements and vitamins and take MCT oil with it. So that way they can be absorbed. Most uh, vitamins that you buy over the counter, a lot of them can't su survive the stomach acid. So you don't really absorb a whole lot of those nutrients from your sup. So not all sups are created equal, or I should say vitamins aren't all created equal. Uh, that's for another podcast. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of vitamins do require MCT to go with it, because if you don't, then you're just wasting your money on a vitamin that's doing nothing for you. Um, and yeah, be consistent and don't give up after a little bit of time. The weight didn't come on overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. It's more fun putting it off. It's more fun putting it on than it is taking it off. Right? Yeah, if you're 30 years old and you spent 30 years of eating like shit and then expect to be back to where you want to be in six months, it's not going to happen. No, it's a long, long process. And yeah. it's not always as fun. But it's if you're 30, it's easier than when you're 40. And if you're 40, it's easier 40 than when you're 50. Because uh, I won't get into this too much either, but you're, if you have a high sugar diet, you're greatly damaging your insulin mm -hmm. system. And insulin is, you know, it's storage. So it works on storing and it works on unstoring. So if to unstore, you have to have insulin to take the triglyceride out of the adipose tissue to be utilized for energy. So all that sugar you've been eating for the year is going to make that weight loss even harder. So cutting out as much sugar as possible is, is, is also a big deal. And I'm not talking about fruit sugars and you know, eating fruit is totally fine. And, and vegetables obviously, or if, if you like vegetables, the, the issue with, yeah, I'm very picky with veggies, but the issue with veggies is a lot of time is what people add to them to make them palatable. So if you, if, if you have to have a pound of butter in your broccoli, right, then you want to, you want to go back and think about how can I make my broccoli or whatever vegetable. Pound of butter, bacon, cheese. Yeah, yeah. See, That's why yeah. I just don't eat those things because they don't taste good without that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like a little bit of cheese and a little bit of salt in my breakfast. I'm good to go. Well, sir, you got you have anything to add? Um, no, I think this was a good one. I mean, my big thing, I think, like you, I get a lot of questions on what do I eat, what do I do for training, you know, how do I not eat this, or how do I eat this and still stay in shape, and and a lot of it's protein leveraging and consistency for me, you know, for the last, fuck, I don't even know how many years at this point, um, X amount of years that I've been doing this, right? Like I've just been consistent the whole time. Um, yep. I have my cheat meals here and there and I enjoy my time here and there. Uh, but then right after that is done and over, I'm, I'm right back to being consistent. I'm strict. I pay attention to what I'm doing. I pay attention to how I feel. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I try to look ahead to things, you know, like, like for me, one big thing working in an office now that I didn't used to do is, so I bring my food 
every day with me, right? Like I bring, yep. uh, you know, a pound and a half or so of blueberries and strawberries with my high protein Greek yogurt um, and granola. And then I've got my lunch meal. I've got a protein shake and energy drink. I've got everything with me. But then if I walk into the office and they've got two dozen boxes of donuts sitting by my desk, right? All right. Well, maybe today's the day that I skip the granola in my fruit and yogurt, right? Or maybe I have two donuts or three donuts and I just skip that whole little meal itself just to kind of balance it out calorically. And then I'm back to being good on lunch. I have my lunch. I have my energy drink. I have my dinner like I normally would. And then the next day is just the next day, right? Um, mm -hmm. So not feeling like you have to eat something because you have it or because you have to eat out of habit and paying more attention to what I'm doing and how I feel um, is, is a big thing for me. And I think we did, you know, we touched on that enough that we're probably good there, but mm -hmm. I really don't have yeah. a whole lot else to do, you know, consistency, awareness. Uh, you put something in here, where'd it go? Uh, when in doubt, just eat protein. Yeah. I swear to God, if you figure out how to gain weight, just eating protein alone, like I want to talk to you cause you're, you're going to be, like someone worth studying, right? <laughs> You're not going to gain weight because you ate that couple extra bites of chicken breast or something. No, mm -mm. you're really not. So nope. If you ate like shit for breakfast and you had, a, you know, marginal lunch or something, and then you had a snack and then you're like, well, shit, I don't want to eat because I don't want to eat fat or I don't want to be fat or something, you know, just eat protein. Yep. If you're hungry, eat some fucking protein and then see how you feel after that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, and that is, yeah, the protein leverage you're talking about. That's my secret. That's what I do. I yep. don't do anything special. I like it. I eat protein. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really the key. Yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. What about you? What's up with this client you were building these back macros for at the bottom of your note? Because oh, it does uh, say Billy and then it has calories protein fat and carbs and they're all broken down were you like in your mind trying to figure out a plan to write me to sabotage me or something <laughs> no i was i was writing a, a a meal template for a client and i needed to do some quick math and it was just that the document was open so i was just putting the numbers down and i forgot to delete it let's see how it is i'm not important enough yep. to have my own document i have to share with someone else you've never asked and I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think you know what you're doing. I think uh, you're good to debatable. go. That's debatable. <laughs> so, I feel like I should be a hell of a lot bigger than I am. <laughs> well, that's because you don't sleep. Um, <laughs> but it, and it was for 1,680 calories. I would if die. you have 1,680 calories, you're going to waste away, buddy. Yep. 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 That was not for you. What do you yeah, weigh right now? Would you say earlier to 10? I'm 211. Mm -hmm. you're down from what almost 230 right uh 225 225 yeah mm -hmm. yeah i was i went into surgery actually i went into surgery i think 215 but uh i would say all before surgery the whole year i've been about 225 is is where i've been i don't think i didn't quite get to 230 and uh so i really try to focus on losing uh before surgery but do you still yeah, feel like you made the right call going into that surgery? Because I'm oh, yeah. doing the same thing this year. Yeah, absolutely. I first four weeks, well, first two weeks I did nothing, but I I, I was pretty strict with my diet, 
And in week three, I got to go ahead to do some cardio, uh, like the bike, um, stair climber, and but obviously no running, no no rowing, uh, nothing that involved the core. And in week three, I started weight training, but it looked like if you watch me weight training, and if you're a judgmental person, you'd be making fun of me because I was lifting like 20, you know, 20% or less how much weight I can pull. Uh, so I was doing baby weights, but I was just trying to get some movement in. So that way, when I'm fully recovered, I'm not starting from ground zero. And I'd say week four, um, I've really felt a lot better. I even started um, squatting, bench press, and I'd say I increased my weight about 50%. And then last week I started um, deadlifting and I started putting some weight on. I finished at 405 um, and I felt good. And then yesterday I started back squat and I did a shit ton of volume. And I ended up, you know, three sets or five sets of five at 315. I felt pretty good. And so now I feel, I feel almost, almost hundred percent. But certain movements still bother me, like uh, like a heavy dumbbell row, and I, I was doing some of those today. The, the twisting then, motion. Yeah, that one. So I I kept it at fifty pounds, and because I had a like a seventy, I could really feel it in my stomach. So I just I just dropped it, and obviously I'm I'm doing no core, um, I'm doing no well core isolation. You know, back squat is core, but I'm not doing any core strength. You know, no GHDs. No yeah. hollow rocks, no nothing like that. So that that I'm I'm a lot more wary. Even uh, Tuesday marks my sixth week, which is my full recovery date they set. But I'm probably gonna wait another probably another six weeks before I really yeah push that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. But rush I'm it. definitely glad I did it, and it doesn't really bother me too much anymore. Um, but every you'll you'll feel it. It's kind of it's an odd feeling that a certain movement. Like oh, and your your stomach gets real sore the next day, like on week two, week three, uh, but not so much anymore. And then, mm. yeah, but I'm glad I did it. And then, I'm not sure how I would handle six weeks of no gym. You know, I think I had a hell of a hard time with it. I went two weeks with no gym, and then I was back in the gym week three. Yeah, but doing light cardio—that's not for me. That's not being in the gym. Well. Uh, I feel you, but when you're doing nothing, yeah, and true. it's like, okay, this is this is going to be too much, and I'm just going to go, yeah, and then just listen to your body. You you'll know. Yeah, and I'm not doing I, anything until after the Murph. That's for sure. And then if I get <laughs> if I get picked up for that uh the uh, trip with Carl up to the Arctic Circle, then uh, mm -hmm. I, I won't be doing it until after that. So maybe July would be the earliest, but. Okay. I don't know, man. It's getting, it seems to be getting worse. So we may be in the same boat soon. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. It yeah. doesn't heal. It's not, you can't wait it out. Yeah. So you either get worse or you maintain and Who knows? get a we'll fix. All right, man. All right. Most important topic for the day. Whose beard? Uh, Billy does bachelor. Ba bachelor. Oh, you're, I, no. I'm going to give it to you. You think it's longer? I, I think mine's more white. Look at look at that shit. It's like a hard line. Yeah, that is. Or at least maybe it My does look like it looks like it online. There. Oh, it definitely looks white. You got more yeah. gray than me, fool. Fucking 
stress, man. But yeah, I'm filling this part out. Yeah. And then I'm, I think I'm going to do handlebars. Oh, shit. See, I keep my mustache yeah. short. I can't stand it. Yeah. I can't either because it yep. gets in my, my mouth. And so, yeah, I shave it, but. There are certain considering... extracurricular activities that mustaches get in the way for them. That is very true. Yes. It gets really, really itchy on her face. Yeah. On her face. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I got. Right. I keep it so short, man. Time. There's there's nothing here. Like I can't even grab it. It's oh. short. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Uh, no, I've never heard that one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, that's it. Wrap this one up. See if I can figure out how to end this on the iPad. That was good timing because my iPad's about to die. Oh, there you go. We have, we have All right. Dead air. Dead air. I don't know how to stop recording. There we go. <laughs>